Hello and welcome to In The Clock End, an Arsenal podcast, the one year anniversary special. This week the podcast celebrates its first birthday. I can't quite believe it here, but here we are, 39 episodes later. And here with me as always, Calvin, how are you mate? 39 episodes later, I'm not bad Steve, thank you very much. I'd just like to say good evening to you, because uh, I know we like to debate the time of this, this time of the day. But I'm all right, all things considered for a Monday, usually quite suicidal today. To be honest, because it's just Monday and I hate the start of the week, so I'm a Monday to Friday lad. But all things considered, Arsenal getting three points in a an hour of solid performance. So yeah, all is well. All is well in the world. It's a shame we didn't reach like 49. That would have been so fit. It would have been nice. It would have been nice in a year. But we're lazy pricks, so it's just not going to happen. <laughs> we are a little bit lazy. Um, and joining me, well, joining us, should I say, all the way from the Netherlands. Good evening, Liam. Evening, chaps. How are we? I probably shouldn't have asked. Calvin's just given his answer. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> Obviously, the listeners uh, you know, won't be able to see this as it's an audio platform, but uh, Liam's camera is actually switched off tonight. So we're just talking to a black screen, which uh, is very appealing. Yeah, the big L. <laughs> the you, big can't get L any, you can't get any cues. It's like, does he want to talk? I have no idea. Just have to wait, will we? Just have to wait. Yeah, oh, maybe like this. He didn't want to see this. Really is it? Well. We started well. We started so well. Started One year so in, well. look at the experience we've gained in that year, lads. Mm. Uh, we've got this down to a T. You wait till we're at two years, lads. It's going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, we're doing it in the dark with like sign language, aren't we? Oh, mate, that'd be a step ahead of the game, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, like I said before, this is our one-year anniversary. Not quite to the day. I believe it was the 17th of December 2020 that we started. Um, mm. We're recording this on the 13th, uh, but it's close enough. Um, I can't I can't believe we did it for a year. We always sort of said, didn't we? Um, mm. We'll see how it goes. And, you know, if anyone if anyone bothers to tune in, we'll, we'll maybe continue. Uh, we're still not entirely sure if anyone does tune in. <laughs> um, here's a question for you. Can you remember um, our first episode and the name? Going all the way back to what was a really fucking strange period for Arsenal Football Club. Um, just to rejog the memory, lads and lasses, um, Arsenal were getting battered everywhere they go uh, just before we decided to stupidly start doing this podcast. I don't know why. When you look back at it, you're like, what the fuck were we thinking? Wanting to talk about this shit for <laughs> fast forward. It's worked out relatively well. But back to your question, that was called Francis Benali's moustache, if I'm correct. It was, correct. And that was in reference um, to what? Um, Hector Bellerin. Because I think I remember yeah, saying he looks a bit like Francis Benali these days. And that really sort of set the set the mood for, for the podcast. Um, on that on that episode, we discussed Burnley South and Southampton. Mm. Um, we lost to Burnley, if I remember, and then we drew one all with Southampton. Did we draw with them? Or did they beat us at the Emirates last season? Do you know what? I've raised most of it. We really did start in a terrible uh, period. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Nicholas Pepe's Frosties. Um, a crisp He's still eating them Frosties as well, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Clackers' Burgundy Tights. Oh. Um, we're still in the corner. Classic. Still in the corner. Literally, that applies now. We've come a long way. Some of our some of our early podcasts. Uh, one one hour twenty two minutes. Uh, Armory store discount of poetry. May we add? Literally, um, but a little bit of a backstory. How, how we sort of you know, got, got up and running is I started my Instagram page in the clock end during lockdown, just, just through boredom really. And I always want to start a podcast. And then I think there's me, me and Calvin 
I think, did you message me first? Oh, look, let's not get into the fucking who oh, messaged no. who first. No, this no, isn't, no. we're not a married couple. Come on. But no, <laughs> I can't remember. I love he said he loves me. <laughs> I said I love him back. Uh, no, um, I, to, to be honest with you, I can't, can't actually remember um, who messaged who, to be honest with you. He, I can't even... podcast with Rocky, right? And I sort of said... I, I think I did, yeah. I mean, Rocky was doing... This is before he even started doing his podcasts which I don't know whether he's still doing them or not at this stage, but uh, no, I hopped on something with there. Cause I was, again, like you are interested in doing it. You know, I love talking about the Arsenal, you know, being from the West country and originally and living over in Ireland. Now um, I've never had, well, actually I've never had a close Arsenal friend as weird as that might sound to some people, you know, from London go to football with their mates every week. All my mates, shock horror, support Man United. Um and over in Ireland, as we've discussed, excuse the interruption of the watch there. I don't know what is actually going on, but it's just saying to repeat myself. I mean, I know I'm insightful, but I mean, the watch is not going to understand what I'm saying. But it's quite ironic that you talk about you've got like no Arsenal friends and your watch is the only thing that talks. I know, and it talks back to me. It's like, I'm your friend. <laughs> but no, it's just I'll one of those friend. where, yeah, in, in Ireland, you're either United or Liverpool, pretty much. Uh, I know we discussed that on the pod. So yeah, it was kind of, I'd like to have you know, chat to you about it. And, you know, you seem, seem, I say seem, seemed like a sound lad. He is a sound lad. We can confirm when you're in. Um, you know, I guess it would have been extra sweet um, to celebrate that year anniversary with you at the weekend, of course. Um, so basically it's one of those where, you know, it's a bit, bit sweet. You know, for those who are wondering what the, you know, how can you not celebrate with him? was supposed to be going to Leeds away this weekend uh, with Steve, uh, but due to all oh, the latest COVID shit which is going on, um, I've had to cancel that trip, uh, effectively. So I am no longer going. And no, I do not have a spare ticket because of that. Um, yeah. You know what? I get so many random messages about spare tickets. Do you have a spare ticket? Do you have a spare ticket? Do you have a spare ticket? Mm. All the time. Um, I don't get it as often as you, thank God. I get it quite a lot now. And it's like sometimes it's like I've not even got a ticket myself. Well, look, this is the mate, this is the problem, you know, when you enter into the world of being an influencer, much like yourself. (laughs) You know, it's it's funny, right? Because I was me and my friends who who like go to the games with a tournament, it's like whenever we we start winning a few games, everyone wants a ticket. Um, Free Man United, everyone wanted a ticket. Um, roll forward a few weeks. We, you know, we lose to lose to United, lose to Everton. Tickets galore. You can't. You, you know, people people are literally bathing in them. Um, mm. That's always the way, though, isn't it? Supply and demand. If the if you know if the football becomes better, more people want to go and see it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the worse you play, less people want to go. It's unfortunately that's just yeah. the way of life, isn't it? That's it. But anyway, getting back to getting back to you. See, see what you're starting now. We're mentioning. No, I've not got a spare ticket. Let's get off on a tangent. I was going to come to Liam next and talk about how Liam started on the podcast, but he's mm. just ducked out. Um, Disappeared like a fart in the wind in the middle of that, didn't he? He's just like, fuck me, this is boring. This is nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'm out. Literally. So, yeah. um, but then Liam, a little bit of backstory there. He, he he basically reached out to me and just sort of said, like what you do, can I join? And we were like, okay. <laughs> it was pretty easy going. Yeah. Pretty much like, yeah, if you want. And uh, here he is. And he's stuck around, so we can't be doing too He's bad. not that bad. I mean, look, he, he, he abides by the rules in not only life, but, you know, in podcast worlds, especially for me and Steve. Number one rule is in life, Steve, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And he's not one, so he's all right. He gets to stay. 
No, absolutely. Before before we do go on to the game, though, I just wanted to say, like, you know, it's been a, it's been a good year. Uh, I think mm. I think with the podcast, it's, it's a real labour of love. Like, um, mm. eagerly listeners will notice that I do like to edit edit it quite a lot. So I will spend I've spent many hours editing the podcast. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, Not the worst. Trying to get better though. I think it actually, you know, it's it's sort of like shows how far we've come because I, I make less and less edits now. Mm. So, I mean, that's natural. In- natural for, i mean when you are in the past it was just i don't know a bit of a clusterfuck wasn't it a bit of a clusterfuck but again, organized you... chaos right organized chaos or yeah chaos organized um basically for me it's just a case of i think like anything it's trial and error when you first do it you know like i said me, you know me and steve weren't friends or associates or anything um you know a year ago uh, and then you fast forward into a year been doing this we're very comfortable you know, you just get to learn how to, you know, how each person likes to interact. I think that's just natural. And I would probably say uh, for any listeners who've been with us since those early days, um, they'll probably notice that themselves uh, for sure. Uh, and to and anyone, you know, to them as well, if you, you, know, if you, if you have listened to us, you know, it's, you know, we, we get the occasional message and um, it's really appreciated. So, yeah, if you listen to it, message us. And side note on that. The weirdest aspect of what you just did, I was literally just about to go and say to anybody who's messaged in in the year to thank us or say we enjoy the show. Genuinely, we really appreciate it. Um, goes a long way. Uh, so to any of you who have messaged myself or Steve in the last 12 months uh, to say anything about the show, good or bad, uh, we appreciate it because uh, it shows yeah. that you're, you're listening and you're engaged. And that's all we ask for. I also like beer. So, you know. Too much. Too much get me a, if you want to buy me a beer. I take that as well. <laughs> um, but you're moving on anyway. Uh, Liam might come back. He might. May or may not. I'm not sure where he's gone. But let's get into Saturday. Arsenal delivered. Mm. We turned up. Went for the same team as Everton, which, you know, to be honest, I think it was to be expected. I don't, I don't, I'm sure you, you'll you know, have, you have something to say about Bamming later. But we'll put that aside for now. Um, it was an interesting one, wasn't it? We started pretty poor. Thought Southampton in the early stages, you know, were quite threatening. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit worried, but once you know, once we got that first goal, the game completely changed. Um, and completely, mm. you know, completely comfortable. It was a great first goal, mm. lovely attacking, attacking play. Then, then we got the second, a bit lucky. Uh, it was a bit, a bit of a fluky goal, wasn't it? But we'll take it. And then, I'll take you know, what, one thing I really liked about it was sort of like we didn't set off them, you know, and um, we sort of kind of returned the screw and. Um, you know, it could have been five or six in the end, to be honest. Um, you know, Martinelli hit the post. I think you know, Saka hit the Saka post. post. Um, we was, you know, we had a goal to sell out, you know, for margin outside. It, it was, um, you know, all around a, um, a good response after after a difficult um, Monday night. And I think, you know, going into, you know, two very big games, it's West Ham and Leeds. Um, you know, it's only going to benefit the team, you know, having that confidence. And the fact that we, we were so... You know, we created so many chances. It was quite refreshing. Um, I'd appreciate, you know, some people are going to say, oh, it's Eastern Hampton. But listen, you know, you, you can only play who's in front of you. And uh, I, think, I think we did a very good job of it. Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. That's a good synopsis of just the, the game itself. Um, Thank in, you. In a, in a snapshot, you're welcome. That's from a year of podcasting, mate. <laughs> Don't ask me any tactical analysis because I <laughs> we have zero. Yeah. No, no need, no need. We'll, we'll draft Liam in for that conversation. Don't panic. But um, no, I think you're absolutely spot on. I think, look, you said it's the same lineup that started uh, Everton away, which, look, initially when you look at it before the game, there were a couple of things that you might have wanted to see or expecting to see. 
I mean, look, before the news of Aubameyang, we will come on to it. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't want to get too stuck into the Aubameyang thing. I know you probably think I do because on most podcasts this season, I've probably had an annoyance with him. Mm. But the ultimate, at the end of the day, he wasn't in the 11, which is what I've wanted to see. I don't really care about the disciplinary stuff. Um, if he's been out of order, fuck him, basically. Uh, stick him on a bench, stick him in the reserves. I don't really care. You're his play stick faster. Him in the but, bin. Like, I'm sorry, but it's no, I, I think I was listening, just real quick, I was listening to the Arsenal, uh, the Arsenal cast extra or whatever it's called, Arsenal. You know, they were talking about it and him being unhappy. I was, I was like, would you ever fuck off? Hey, if someone paid me 350 grand a week, you could literally inject depression into me. <laughs> I mean, that's taking it, you know, a little I'd bit. I'd be yeah, laughing every, every Friday, just going, they pay me that much. Isn't it? And I can't even score from two yards. This is fucking brilliant. I'd be laughing my tits off. But, you know, all jokes aside, I mean, look, it's just out of form. All the other stuff aside, I don't care about it. It's all a side story. We love a fucking side story at Arsenal, a bit of drama. It's the drama, Mick. I love it. But for me, it's just a case of you're out of form. You're not playing well. Sit the fuck down. Um, See, you know, and, and lead funny, by example. You said um, you weren't going to go into it and you just couldn't, and you could go into it and you couldn't, you couldn't help yourself. Couldn't help it, mate. I didn't tell the nine. I was like, oh, that's not cold. That's lukewarm. Let's hop straight I, in for a swim. I got that carrot right in front of your nose and you couldn't resist. Just yeah, dangled in. Oh, got, a, got a whiff of that, didn't I? The Aubameyang carrot. <laughs> yeah, the Aubameyang carrot <laughs> sticking out. But no, I mean, look, it's hard not to get a bit frustrated about it. But do you know what? We come out, I t- addressed it head on, job done. Moving on. Where was I? Definitely lost my trailer thought after that. First 15 minutes. There we go. So yeah, the first 15 minutes, obviously starting 11, was probably a knock-on effect to that really poor performance on Monday night. Um, and what's really interesting um, from what you said is, when we went one up, game changed completely, um, which is very un-Arsenal uh, this season, because usually when we go one up, we shit ourselves um, just a smidge. Um, and that that didn't happen. And I think that was the really, really pleasing aspect of this game. You know, we did score against the, the run of play to a degree. I mean, it wasn't as if Southampton were battering us. They weren't, you know, it's, I wasn't, let's say, fearful of the result or you know what I was watching I was like oh they're battering us you know they're gonna this could be a really difficult afternoon we've you know and it's for Arsenal you know you start games quite well and they usually drift off whereas this was a bit different it was start poor finish and what I really liked about it was once we got that goal we just went on um we got a fortuitous second goal to a point um but that second half for me it was brilliant. Um, that's exactly what I want to see from us, especially when we're at home. One or two goals up, just keep going. Don't let them get a sniff back in the game. If you're on top, dominate. Don't Just don't allow any other team, whether it's Southampton, United, whoever, do not allow them to get a foothold back in that game. You know, move the ball, make them work, make them knackered. You know, derive them of all their confidence that they're trying to find by taking us on. Just take the game to people. That's all I've ever asked. Like Put them to the sword, right? Not yeah, put them to the sword to a point. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Southampton could have been you know four, five, six uh, by the end of it, which wouldn't have been an exaggeration of the the ref- upon reflection of the game. I don't think. Um, you know, Ramsdale still had a couple of saves to make, but there was one in the first half down to his right where he got down quite quick. Just one thing about just a side note on goalkeepers making saves, as you know, I come from a bit of a background being a goalkeeper back in the day. Commentators and pundits and half get carried away with goalkeeper saves and so oh, that's a great save I'm like, fuck me mate it's not it's bread and butter 
for a goalkeeper. I'm sorry, but it's like exclude Aubameyang from this. Another little dig. If a striker is two, three yards out and he's got to put the ball in the back of the net, it's not a great finish, is it? It's just not. So, you know, there's yeah. certain saves I expect keepers to make. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're a kind of standard run of the mill. Should be saving that. Yeah, should be saving it. Yeah, it's not a great save. Get back in your box, Mr. Commentator. For fuck's I don't sake. think Ramsdale had to do anything. He um, didn't. That. There was a couple. He made some good saves, though. You know, I mean, listen, it's what you want, right? You, you, you don't want a Manuel Amunia and goal saying, well, we should have saved that. The nightmares of Manuel Amunia. Um, just, but no, I think I think I think you're right, and it's good that we sort of you know turn, turn the screw a little bit and mm. just kept you want that momentum, right? And um, exactly that, yeah. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was it was a bit refreshing. It was I think I think after kind of just like those those results, obviously were tough to take against mm. Man United and Everton, but it was more the performance as well, right? And I think Odegaard touched upon it, saying like they, it was like a mental thing, you know, going ahead into games. It, it was just something that we didn't cope, cope with well, and. Um, also being at home, I think we, 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 you know, it goes without saying most teams, you know, at home, you, you, you're much more at ease. And we even... definitely just on that. Sorry to cut across yeah. you, Steve, but we're definitely, I mean, it's obvious. Um, it's night and day, was, right? It's night and day home and away form at the minute, which is a little bit worrying because I wouldn't expect us to be that poor away from home. Um, but you know, our home form is tip top. I mean, I think, is it only Man City that are better than us at home this season? Might be. Well, I they've lost. That... They've they've lost once. They lost to they Palace. Once. Well, in that case, then we but we lost to Chelsea and we drew with Palace. And I think we've beaten everyone else. We've beaten yeah. Norwich, um, Tottenham, Villa, mm. Newcastle. Yeah, we've done, done yeah. all right. It is good though. You know, we, we all talk about you know it being a fortress. I, know, I think it's it's a long way from being that, but um, it, it's not. It's not what it was in terms of when Arsenal, you know, when, when you rock up the Emirates, it's it's not, you know, it's not a given that you're going to get you from the game. And I think um, mm. you need to sort of get that kind of get that to to where it needs to be in in, in a way form, and then uh, you've got the winning formula, right? Doesn't everyone? Yeah, we'll have the undefeated seasons back again, lads. Come on, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we set ourselves such a high bar. I think that's why we're also just permanently fucking. You know, a minute from meltdown, it's like if we're not winning an unbeaten seasons, fuck, uh, this is shit. No, no, fucking everybody out at this stage, Jesus Christ. But well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, like you know, in terms of like you, you know, you look at this like, so like Liverpool, Chelsea, City. Mm. Um, you go there, and it's like even before you go there, you like we got a chance, and that's what you really want. You want to get to that stage where people come to your ground and go, we ain't taking anything today, lads. Um, mm. I hope we can change that fucking mindset going up to these big lads because um, yeah I mean I can't remember the last time genuinely I went we went up to Anfield and went there's a sniff here yeah well we yeah I mean yeah. I was quietly confident or del- delusion I mean there's quiet it's mate you know, and there's just like it's in my head quiet it's in my head quiet that's where I'm at. like we have not got a fucking Scooby no. <laughs> getting anything up here ah. not happening um, it but no, it was it, it was a good it was a good result and um you know, big game well, we say as football fans we love to say big game every game is a big game in um, the premier is yeah confident about west ham no um i'm actually not um because i just think i hate all this stuff and this usually happens commentators early in games they'll be like so and so hasn't scored a goal in fucking 20 games against arsenal and or prime example i think of when Newcastle came or whoever, or Southampton, sorry, when they were at the weekend, never won an away game in the Premier League against. So I hate those things because you just think the law of averages, you're just like, it's going to happen today, isn't it? But 
And what I'm saying to you is our home form is that good. I'm just waiting for someone like a West Ham um, to come. And annoyingly, West Ham have that horrible record, don't they? If they were the first ever team to to get away and away win at the Emirates a game I was at, which is really one, shit. I think they're one of the last as well to beat us at Highbury. They beat us three two. What a horrible, what weird records, you bastards! Yeah, they beat anyway, three two. So, I mean, difficult one, isn't it? It is a difficult one. I'd like to think we're at home again. I'm going to say the same thing I've already said. Just take it to them. Give them a game. Take it they to them. They do drop points. They, they have been dropping a lot of points. Um, very inconsistent side, though, aren't they? I mean, they beat Liverpool every week. So yeah, They're a good team at home like us, to be fair. Very strong at home, um, which is a weird one because every you know their fans are literally in a different fucking postcode, mate, when they're sitting in that Jesus stadium. But Christ. Just binoculars at the ready. You get, you, get, you get a free pair of binoculars with every seat. You fucking should, mate. Or at least a little TV in front of you, like in the back of an aeroplane. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like an aeroplane seat. You may as well stay. <laughs> Literally, can you imagine? There's a game on down there. Is there? I can't fucking see it. Oh, I mean, Luckily, I've got 2020. I still, I still top, struggle. There's like a, with the top tier they were in, there's like a big gap. And there's like someone like put a tweet out saying like you could fit a five-side pitch. In this big, you could have a knock about there. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 such a horrible. I mean, we we remember the Emirates. The Emirates is actually it's very nice. Like it, it's weird with the Emirates because like even though you feel quite far, it looks like you're quite far away from the pitch. But when you're actually there, you feel like you can't. You're pretty much on top of it. Yeah, not as far. It's, not, it's, it's a weird one. From Highbury, mate. We came from Highbury where you could sniff the lines. I'm not talking about cocaine. Um, could be. Take that how you want. But yeah, you could smell the grass, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was there. You felt It felt more personal. And Highbury had that weird... And I don't know whether you ever sat in the lower east or west stand, but if you were right down the kind of front first kind of tiering, um, there are aspects where you were... Eye level was quite similar to pitch level. Hmm. Uh, it's a really weird setup, but... Oh, my God. Yeah, you were you close? I do think on the side is fine. I, I've always had a gripe with the Emirates about behind the goal. I've sat there yeah. once. It is a little bit far back. And I, this was designed, I believe, and this is funny when you look at it, actually. Emirates was obviously designed in mind to have concerts and gigs and do all this other stuff. I think there's been one fucking gig there, from what I can remember. It's not Maybe. really. A, yeah, there's no Maybe really two. Place, so I'm just like, if you're not using it for that, go and just read, you know, go and rip the seats out behind the goals bring them a bit closer and then mm. go and put fucking safe standing in there, you pricks. Maybe, maybe one day. Um, I de- Very You'd scary. like to think that they'll, they'll extend it one day. Um, that said, the amount of empty seats in the upper tiers at the moment, they'll probably, they'll probably wait until you... Thanks. Just on that, I did want to say, because that was brought up, obviously, shock horror watching it on the telly. Um, yeah, it was brought up in commentary on the stream that I managed to, to find and it you could kind of notice it and it's become quite frequent and it's funny that we're talking about tickets and stuff earlier and the demand's gone back up especially for away games but it it looks empty very empty at the start now something that cropped into my mind in the second half it looked more full in the lower tier because you see more of the lower tier than you do the upper Mm. but one thing that I, I went to think about when this happened was when you were at a game recently you started watching the game in the upper tier I think and then no, went, the way around. I was went the other way around. But people are moving the seats in the middle of yeah. games. Was it kind of, was it pretty empty? Um, in the, what was yeah, the, oh, the attendance? It feel like it. I don't know what it was um, off the head. But I think with the Emirates, and I've noticed this before as well. Well, I noticed it every game. But mm. whenever the, the kickoff happens, no one's sat in their seats ever. Um, 
and everyone's late to the kickoff, mm-hmm. and no one, and then everyone's and the ground's empty by the end of the game because everyone's rushing back to the tubes. Mm. Like, I, I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that. I will duck I've out. I, 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 I want to get that ten six train off Paddington. I need to shoot off to Arsenal mm. uh, to get my train. Um, if you wait, you're not going to get you're gonna, you're not going to make because you'll be in the queue for for about half an hour. Mm. Uh, I I do think though with kind of fans arriving late, it's largely to do with the queues. And if they've been, also been saying to like people to get there like two hours early just to avoid it. Fuck uh, me, it's like you're going on holiday. Fucking hell. So, listeners, switching gears. Uh, when I say switching gears, we are having a right mare. Um, a little bit of insight for you. Liam has, has returned to the podcast on, a, on numerous occasions. He's having an absolute nightmare with his internet. Um, so, this is going to be me and Calvin for, for the remainder of, of the podcast. And, uh, this well, is just on this note as well, right? We're, you know, we're a year in. Um, and one thing that still baffles me to this fucking day is how you call me Calvin instead of Kelvin. It does my fucking head in. I haven't corrected you for ages, but I'm like, we're a year in, Steve. Oh, yeah. Calvin. No. Listeners, you get it. Cal or Cal. Can you not do that in, in, sounds, in the Midlands? Sounds the same, mate. Fucking right. All right, step hen. Off we go then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what we're going to do anyway, we, we, well, I've got a little bit of a quiz lined up. Originally, yourself and Liam. Yeah. We're going to go head to head. So now it's a case of the listeners can go up head to head. Yeah. With Mr. Information. Yeah. So oh, listeners, this is for you as well. Question one. You ready? Born. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you, you were born ready. You are born ready. So in 1993. Are you ready? What a show that was, by the way. In 1993, Arsenal became the first team to win the FA Cup and League Cup in the same season. Easy. Which team did they beat? It's too easy, man. Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday. I like how you pause then to give the listener a second to think about it. Yeah, build the suspense. Build the suspense. I'm all about about the listeners here. Maybe these questions are too easy, actually. Keep going. Number two. Number two. Uh, which which veteran defender signed for Arsenal for a second time in 2010? I'm going to say Sol Campbell. Correct. Two yeah. out of two. If you get 10 out of 10, I'm going to be fuming. You just going to uh, call it a day. This could be the last podcast on the year anniversary. <laughs> there is a... Well, I did a... Uh, if I was a, In case there was like a tiebreaker, I did another question, so... Oh, we'll do it anyway. Bonus round. Do it anyway. A, a bonus round. How many how many FA Cups did Arsene Wenger win? Oh, oh, he's got me thinking. He's got you thinking. Five, five, four. Three, no, is it five? I said two, five. One, no. Fuck. Have a think. Think about it. Hang on. Yeah, let me I think would. about it. I need to get I the fingers would, and thumbs out here. I'm yeah. going to get the fingers and the fingers and thumbs. Um, ninety-eight double. Jesus. Then we went. 2006. Seven. Fuck, was it seven? Yeah, he won it um, 98, then he won the double, no two, a one or two. Then uh, we beat Southampton, no three. Then mm-hmm. no, no five. Then it was the um, uh, Hull, Villa, and Chelsea. Jesus Christ, yeah, I forgot. Seven always times. Forget, weirdly, always forget about that Villa one. Don't know why. Because yeah. it was a bit of a whitewash, I think. Wow, yeah. Um, so there we go. Poor mate, that was. That was really poor. Oh, yeah, I bet Lee would have got that. 
Yeah. Well, look, I hold my hands up. That was shite on my part. That was shite. Get in the bin. Yeah, I'm in the bin. Question five. Five question, players. Question four. Oh, yeah. I've, I've missed Fucking the question. Gee. At least I'm keeping up with the bloody bonus, bonus point for here's keeping the one Here's another. It's because... It, okay, sorry. Uh, what is Arsene Wenger's nickname? Le Professor. Oh, no, hang on. Is it Le Professor? No, he had a different nickname, though, didn't he, for the players? And it was the character. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's correct. Well, there is another nickname. What was the? I'll question you just on this one. What he had a nickname from the players, and he was based off. He was a character out of which cartoon? You could just get the cartoon because I can't see a screen. A screen. A screen is, right. Listeners will be screaming at me it, about this. It wasn't the Pink Panther, was it? It was the Pink Panther. The Pink yeah, Panther. there was clues, clues over there instead of something. Yeah. I, I don't know. A clumsy Budo, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clueso or something um, like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. There you go, mate. Test me. Smash out the park. Um, next question. Is this actually question five? Um, Is it? Five players have played for both Arsenal and Liverpool in the Premier League. Can you name those five players? Fuck. In the Prem. Because when this was actually written, it was missing a more of a current one, so I had to edit it. So I've in the Premier League. Five. In the yeah, Premier, Premier League. League. Not yeah. in the Championship when it was back in the day. No, Premier League. So clarification. Mickey Thomas should not be on that list. He is not on the list because that Good. wasn't the Premier League era. It was for Liverpool, just but not for us. What I, just what I said. <sighs> A lot of things you say aren't exactly fucking 100%, Steve. Um, right. One of them. Fuck, five players. One of them's the Ox, obviously. Yeah. And there's fucking five. <laughs> yeah. They played for both Liverpool and Arsenal. Arsenal. Fuck. Um, I'm just feeling noise. I'm just making noise to fill the blanks here because I'm going to be thinking a while. What we need is hold music for this moment. So, <laughs> um, insert hold music. Jesus Christ! I that's a tough question. Why am I? I mean, some of them I'm probably going to absolutely put a chair into my face, aren't I? And when you tell me. Do you want me to give you them? No, at least let me get one more. I can't, oh. honestly, my mind has gone so blank. One other player played for Liverpool in a Premier League era that also played for Arsenal. I ain't got, I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got absolutely nothing other than the odds. All right. Okay. Come on in. Um, give me, actually, I'm going to give you them. Clue me up. Yeah, clue me. Clue me. Uh, one has a brother called Yaya. Oh my fucking days, Colo fucking Torre. Yeah. One, one, one played for Chelsea, Bolton, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool. Oh, that wanker. French. Yeah. Okay. Le Sulk. And so yeah, it was, I'll go through them. It was Jermaine Pennant. Oh my god. Colo Torre, Nicholas Anelka, and Yossi Benayoun. Oh. And, and obviously the Ox. That was pretty atrocious. Yeah, I'm just going to hold my hands up there, guys. I've let the side down. That was terrible. Yeah, that was awful. I actually feel quite bad. Can we end the podcast there? Please. <laughs> um, I won bad for this week should be you. Okay, I'll call <laughs> my quiz. I am one bad this week, yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, which player won 92 caps for France? And had a four-season spell at Arsenal, winning two Premier Leagues and two FA Cups. 
I'm gonna say Emmanuel Petit. Sylvain Wiltor. Bastards. Fucking bastards. We had too many French players at that time. I, I think that, that question's just, uh, yeah, that can fuck off. Um, I did so well, didn't I? Look at this. Which started so well? Which Arsenal player scored the final goal at Highbury? Thierry Henry? Correct. Who was Arsenal's top Premier League goal scorer in 2013 14? 2013 14. This is, this is, this is more of a, a question that was sort of there for Liam. Fucking right. This whole quiz has been built for Liam. I know it's mad, isn't it? Year anniversary, listeners. And all he wants to do is throw me under a bus to make me look silly. That's lovely, isn't it? Um, 2013-14. Yeah. We didn't have many strikers. It's not that hard. Well, the thing is, they were pretty bad average. He scored uh, 16. <laughs> Olivier Giroud. Yeah, it was Olivier Giroud. Fuck me. Okay. During the 17-18 season, who wore the number 17? That's not even a question. You fuck off. You're winding me up. <laughs> that is a question. In 1917. <laughs> no, in 20... You said in 1917. 18. In 1718, who wore the number 17? Oh, 1718. I thought that was the year. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even exist. <laughs> in 1600 BC. That's a good one, though. So 1718. Um... <laughs> Is that even a question? I was thinking, yeah, that is a question. Oh, in seventeen eighteen, I'm gonna go. I think you're trying to trick trick us all. I'm gonna say Alex Awobi. Yeah, it was Alex Awobi. He's in well there. I did do. Um, I thought about it, and like the rest. How many times have Arsenal won the league title? That's league ones and Premier League titles. Oh, Jesus Christ. You should know this. I should know it, but I don't. I know this. I know this about thinking about it. I can tell you. All right, but look at this. Listen, fucking creates the questions. Oh, I know. I know. Fuck, 12? 13. Fuck, I was going to say 13, but I was like, that's unlucky for Sam. It's lucky for us because we haven't haven't won fucking since. You're right. We should never bothered. Bonus question. I don't want it. Um, Arsenal obviously went 49 games and beaten. Hmm. what was the first game of that unbeaten run? Blackburn? No. We won 6-1. Never, nope. I think Jermaine Pennant and Perez scored a hat-trick on that day. Oh, do you know what's even worse? Do you know what's even fucking worse? What am I going to say? Now you've just given me the insight to the game. What am I going to say? You were at the game. I was at the fucking game, yeah. Robert Perez hat-trick, which included a wonderful finish, clipped mm. over the keeper. And Can you Jermaine... remember the team? The team... Do you want me to do that as well? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. But can you remember who, who, who was it? You've not said who we played. Oh, it was uh, Southampton. Yeah, there you go. Southampton. Um, I've not kept score. Probably a good thing because that was pretty abysmal. That was really bad. Um, started really well. It's because you started in my like my my era, and then you then you just went full on into this fucking horrible little Emirates abyss so. where nobody gave a shit about us. I mean, you say that the, the Wiltor question that's questionable, the Liverpool question. I don't know. I just think you've dropped the dropped the ball there, mate. Yeah, shot the ball. Sorry, listeners. Um, Sorry, Steve. That's all right. So um, yeah. before we do a quick honest day, 
Mm. We've been going on for about an hour. Wow, we've been going for about an hour. The listeners will probably only get a nice edited version of this. Um, the best, yeah. Yeah. And even then, it's still the questionable. Best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hit me with your one good, one bad for the week. One good. I'm going to start. Uh, yeah, I'll start with the good. Um, and it's just purely going to be obvious one for me this week. Um, three points, clean sheet in the bag. Happy days. Um, do you want me to hit you with the bad or do you want to give me all good? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You I want bad, um, slightly shifting it the subject a little bit, but um, for those of you who definitely wouldn't know, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Formula One, which I like to call the Marmite sport, um, because most people either love it or hate it. And uh, I mean, for anyone who watched it yesterday, I mean, it was an absolute joke. Um, you know, you're talking. You know, this is basically you're talking, you know, your FA Cup final, Champions League final sort of thing. You know, last last race of the season, head to head battle. Um, and, you know, it was the equivalent of the referee, as I said to you earlier. Say if this was a, you know, Champions League final, it's one all. Referee gives a free kick outside the box last minute and then decides to go, actually, do you know what? Just to mix it up, fuck it. Just, just take a penalty, lads. Just, you know, off you go. Um, and I'm all for. One of the things we spoke about uh, in length, oh, at length, sorry, was, you know, about uh, meritocracy and, you know, sporting um, accomplishments and all that sort of stuff. It's the one aspect that draws us to sport. We love it. And it's not the fact that you just, everything's a given. You know, you, we spoke about this a lot um, in the Super League fallout, uh, you know, meritocracy and all this sort of stuff. And it was just a case of, for me, I'm a big racing fan. I always have been. I used to race carts growing up. And to watch the pinnacle of a sport literally decide themselves pretty much who was going to win that race by doing what they did. Um, yeah, it wasn't a good look for the sport. And it made me, as much as I can accept in Formula One, there's a lot of political aspects to it. There always has been. Um, it made me lose a little bit of love for the sport. Unfortunately, yesterday, I have to admit that. Um, and for anyone who doesn't watch the sport or has seen what happened yesterday, you probably think that's a bit dramatic. But it would be like, you know, imagine Arsenal were in a Champions League final and something corrupt literally happened in front of your eyes to stop us from winning the, the match. You'd be fairly pissed off about it. But um, it's not the last we've heard of it. It won't be the last we've heard of it. Uh, and unfortunately, that sport is in the headlines for all the wrong reasons, which also, I may add, I feel sorry for Max Verstappen on that as well because that's his first one and it's going to be forever tainted with that, which isn't fair on him either because that was not his fault. That's my bad. I went on one there. I had to get that off my chest. You, have you finished? <laughs> don't don't let me go again. Someone, someone get a tissue for him. Um, to conclude for your one bad is someone lost the race and you're upset about it. Um Wow, yeah. the the, yeah. the ignorance yeah. and disregard to the situation, you know Steve. I I don't follow Formula One. Clearly, um, um, I mean, because it's quite boring, isn't it? It's just not really. It's cars going around a racetrack. Just football. Listen, Hamilton has won it a lot. Give it to someone else. Let someone else have a go. That's not That's how it bathroom. goes, mate. Do you think uh, we well, do that when Barcelona are winning Champions Like you know, you Real Madrid. Know what? Champions you know what? He'll sleep. He'll sleep easy tonight in his fifteen million pound mansion. I'm sure he will. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's, yeah, get, no, get no, 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 no. You'll talk about this forever, and people don't tune in for this. They do. They tune in for one of the biggest controversies in sporting history is going on, mate. And you just want to put it in the bin. 
Could not care less. Disappointed. There, there, there is one thing you know in life. If it doesn't, if it doesn't involve you, it doesn't interest you. Throw it in the bin. Um, but yeah, my one, my one good. Okay. On a completely different note is I had uh, new turfs delivered today for the house. Very that exciting. was turf, not turds, by the way. I did, I did <laughs> a little bit there, to be honest. Uh, listeners will notice I've not been here for a few weeks. That's because I've been moving house and um, Christ. You know it's time to have a clear out when you've got about 11 shoeboxes full of Arsenal magazines. Um, but no, it was good. Got That's better than having 11 boxes of some other magazines, Steve. So, you know, I mean, your missus has got to have one complaint or the other. And I think if you're going to find right. a box of mags, Arsenal ones is what you want to find. But yeah, she was expecting uh, Beach Babes and it's just, it's just Ian Wright. It's just Ian <laughs> Wright in a pair of shorts. Yeah, literally. <laughs> And um, my one bad is it's, it's so depressing how dark it's getting. It's so, so dark. It's what, 20 to 6 now. And it's, it just feels so late. It's midnight, mate, out there. Awful. I was at, I was at Goodison last week. And mm. I was literally like, kick-off must, must be soon. And I look at my watch and it's like, it's like 5 o'clock. What's going on? Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Anyway, before we go, um, you're going to hate this. I'm going to quiz you again. Oh, fucking hell. I'm not on, on this day. Nope. We're gonna we'll run through it, we'll race through it. Um, I was actually at really thing. we'll race through this, will we? After probably. like I can't probably. even remember anything, so how the hell am I gonna remember probably all this? Probably not at your pace. Um, so on uh Sunday, December 13th, 2015, we beat Villa 2 0. Yeah, but can you name the 11? And on BBC, they've even put the, the formation, they've put it into a lovely formation, so they fucking should. So it's even easier. It's not like on the you know, like the old BBC websites, like to, like to O1, where you've got mm. to like configure the formation. Yeah, even I was that. doing this when I when you when you were you know selfishly moving house, leaving me to host podcasts. You know, I had to do this. Um, you know, so I, I I wrote a really well. Not, it wasn't that funny, but when me and Liam did record last week, which I didn't post, uh, made a great reference to how you guys could could talk about a nil nil draw and last it, you know, and make it last longer than a Lord of the Rings saga. Yeah, we're good lads like that, you see. Uh, give yeah. the people what they want. Okay, I'm going to need, obviously, not just a little bit of help, but a lot of help. 4 2 three, one. A 4 2 three, one. What year? 15, you said, wasn't it? Yeah, not that long ago. Not 1915, 2015, right? 2015. Cool. So we had one of my, probably one of my, oh, actually, no, do I say second least favourite goalkeeper at Arsenal? Oh, Can't be up there. But uh, Peter Jack. Yeah. Check. Just didn't, yeah, didn't like Peter Tech Arsenal. Wasn't for me. Um, four, four at the back, 15. Monreal left back, Bellerin yep. at right. Yeah. Center halves surely would be at that time. Laurent Koscielny and big fucking German. Yeah. Five out of five, mate. Flying, flying. lads. Let's not get carried away, though. I got excited at that quiz, mate. It went downhill goes, swiftly. It all flies down. So, two centre mids. Fucking now. 2015. Was Alex Song with us around then or not? No. Must have been. Gone. Is he gone then? Is he? He'd gone. Shame. Um, Mr. Fucking Millie, a billionaire, was in, in the squad around yep. then, wasn't it? Yeah. Matteo Flamini. Yeah. Ramsey in the centre mid. Yeah, there's Ramsey and Flamini. Flamini. 
Well, I'm just going to politely ask on behalf of all the listeners to never do that again. Um, that was awful. And it, hurt Sweet, it was it was referencing the Sweeney Flamini. No, okay. Carry no, on. That's over my head, mate. Uh, <laughs> Come on. There's something mate, weirdly, there are some songs at football that I just they you were singing one at Brighton Away. I can't remember, obviously, because I can't remember it. You were singing one. I was like, I've never heard this before. Like that's how I'm not going to football as often as I used to. Anyway. Was that the one goes Arsenal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough, side it. note, that is my missus' favourite Arsenal song. I turned around the other day and I was like, what's your favourite Arsenal song, baby? And she went, Arsenal. Oh, no. I was like, that's the only one you can remember. And she goes, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, to be honest. Steph always like, says, hello, hello. Then she walks out of the room. Go on then, front three. There's one you definitely won't get here. Right, it's a front. It's a front three, but behind. The, uh, the oh, okay. Three. But anyway, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna go striker first because I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Big Olivier. Yeah, he scored that day as well. Because mm. um, we're playing gold, gold. This is the gold away show, isn't it? Gold is puma, yeah. yeah. Shame, isn't it? You seem to bring puma into it. Just awful. Um. So the three behind him, Ozil was in the middle. Yeah. He scored that day as well. Did he score that day? Hmm. He did. Um, uh, no, it was Ramsey. It was, it was Ramsey. Ramsey, was it? Okay. Uh, Theo Walcott. Yeah. One more player. Mm. And this is the one I'm going to struggle with. Yeah, one number 28. Oh, you just... I see, mate, don't give me numbers. I'm not good with names. I'm great with numbers. Um, Joel Campbell. Yeah. I can't even remember him. Weird player. I always thought he had good potential. We just never really let him get settled. I don't know. Strange one. We've got, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll go for the bench. It was Debussy, Gibbs, Gabriel, Spina, Ox, Chambers, and a Wavy. How the hell is Chambers? Well, he's not really, is he? sort of disappeared now because Arteta's realised he's absolute shit. What a terrible bench that is, by the way. There's one, two, three, four defenders. Two midfielders and a goalkeeper. This is why we didn't win the league this season. Definitely. Was this that the year really we went for it, right? No, was it 15, 16 when we when less won the league? It was this season, right? Yes. Yeah. God, no one. Oh, we, we just, yeah. Less said about it, the better. Yeah, the less said about that season, the better. Um, the one that got away or the one we just never really fucking were asked to go after. Well, we never had in the first place, right? But it is what it is. Uh, but look, I guess on that wonderful thought and bombshell, we should probably wrap it up there, should we, Steve? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Happy days. But look, as always, we'd just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast, um, especially as we're a year in. Uh, we appreciate it if you've been here from the off or if we, we appreciate it, even if this is your first time listening to us talk shit about Arsenal. But look, as you know, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple. Um, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want to follow any of us on any of the social media platforms, you can do so. Steve, he can be found on Twitter and Instagram, at In The Clock End. Myself, you'll find me on Twitter, at underscore the arse underscore, or on Instagram, at the Arsenal shirt. And Liam, if he's ever bothered to join us this evening, you can find him on Twitter, and he is at Gronin Guna. But look... Until the next podcast, which will be God knows when. Steve's definitely finished moving out at this point. But after our next match, which is West Ham at home, and hopefully we can uh, celebrate being in the top four if all goes well.
I'm not going to get too carried away with it, however. But look, until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. Take care. Goodbye.